Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi there, I'm Joe Connolly. To introduce you to Liv Hansen, owner of the Ardsley Bakehouse who has just expanded into a cool new location, the former Terrytown train station. How about that? Look at this beautiful new location. The ticket agents are now outside around the track, so the space became available for businesses, and the MTA is making other train stations around the region available to businesses too, if you are interested for your business. So Liv, it seems like a very interesting, cool new experiment. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting. Um, we are, we love the space. It's absolutely beautiful. It's soon actually going to be, they're trying to make it a historic building. So it does have a lot of history to it. It's um, big open space with a really high ceiling and beautiful wood walls. So it's really a great space to work with. And the trick will be getting people to come into the station and having more people. Yeah. You could just open up the doors probably and they're going to flock in, I would think. <laughs> we hope so. Um, we're hoping as the city opens up that the commuters are going to start coming back in full force. Um, we can pull from the local community, but also we are um, right across the TZ Bridge from Rockland County where a lot of people commute from there as well. So we're hoping to pull from not just Westchester, but uh, Rockland and the surrounding areas. And we should point out that your family has a lot of experience in the bakery business, right? Tell us about that. Um, well, um, may I say probably like uh, 30 years ago, my mom opened her first bakery in Nyack, which is in Rockland County. And then uh, when I was graduating college, um, she opened uh, up the Riviera Bakehouse, but she didn't really open it up. She took over. It was an existing business for over 40 years that had passed through a few families. Um, and we took over and she ran it for about 20 years. And we took over, my husband and I took over about 10 years ago and we've been running it since. So you know a lot about business. What have you, what have you learned about sustaining a business over time? Um, well, it's, it does help that we have been in this location for a really long time and we have people coming in for like the last 60 years. They said, I've been coming here since I was a little kid. I'm so glad you're still here. So it's great to have that history and that loyalty in our community that they keep coming back. Um, but we also create a really unique product. We do everything from scratch and a lot of bakeries today don't do that. So we offer 
like I said, a really unique experience. It's kind of like an old fashioned bakery, it brings you back in time. We'll sell like homemade Danish. We make cakes, we make sandwiches, we make soups, you name it, mm. we have it there. Wow, Neil. Liver, custom orders your specialty? They have been our specialty for a long time. We do a, a ton of custom cakes. Um, in the past, uh, May and June have actually been our cake season and we would do upwards of 198, I think was our top for just custom orders. That doesn't count the stock cakes that we sell in the store, which is usually around 400 or 500 a week. Um, things have changed a little bit uh, with COVID. Um, initially, it just dropped down to zero. We had no custom orders, which makes sense because everything was closed down, mm -hmm. but we've inched up slowly um, and we're increasing that business again. Um, it's just that we are short staffed. Um, so, and we continue to be short staffed despite trying to get people to come back. Um, so we've cut down, we're now doing about 50 orders a week, um, but it has made us think uh, about our business model and trying to switch things up a little bit because it, it sometimes seems unsustainable with not having a lot of crew to produce what everyone wants because everyone wants a very unique cake. So we're thinking of possibly expanding our website to include a section that is semi-custom, uh, in quotes, um, where they can choose some of our most popular cake designs and they can customize the filling and maybe change the color palette. But basically it would make things a little bit more efficient on our end because we would know what to expect and what orders would be coming in. This is because of the difficulty in businesses hiring that we're hearing so much about. It's affecting the bakery too, Liv? Yes. Yeah, we are short staffed. We used to have, before the pandemic, we had 11 um, employees in our cake room. Once the pandemic hit, we went down to two. It was just me and one other uh, employee. And then since then, we have upped it to four full-time and three part-time, but we're unable to get anyone to come in. Some people, you know, left to other jobs. Some people are rethinking their careers. Um, and it's just really hard to find experienced cake decorators. It's, you know, it's a very niche market um, and it's a challenge. You know, it takes, you need someone with experience or someone just come off the street and come in to try to decorate a cake, even though it looks easy, it's not. So it's been a challenge, but like I said, we're willing to meet that challenge and make the changes we need to in our business structure to make it still work for us. How do you anticipate growing your profit margins with the website? Um, well, it's uh, the website's been great. Um, we have been able to offer almost every product that we make online. Um, and it has the picture of it. It has the price of it. Um, and I think we hope that in the future, that'll become our main um, source of orders. Um, it is much more efficient for us because we see what's coming in really quickly whether, rather than having people place the orders via phone and have a handwritten order. We can keep track of it better. And we hope that that again would be one other efficiency that would help the business run smoother, which we hope would then in turn um, become more profitable. How's business in the area generally around Terrytown, Ardsley? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? Um, well, initially um, a lot of businesses did close. Um, and we saw that and um, we decided to make the choice to not close at all. Um, and it was a commitment we made. We did have to close Tarrytown, but we kept our Ardsley location open. Um, and, you know, like I said, that big bakery has been there for 60 years and we had a loyal following. And we found that because we stayed open and people found out that we were open, they were really grateful. They would come in and they were just, um, you know, saying, we're so thankful you're open. 
And because we are also offering a lot of savory items, we make like a delicious chicken pot pie. We make um, quiche, uh, burritos, sandwiches, soups. Um, those items during the height of the pandemic were selling like hotcakes. We just couldn't keep them in stock. We had never sold so many chicken pot pies in our life. Uh, we were making it like because we sell them frozen and you can bake them at home. We were making it, it like every other day, whereas we would normally make it once a week. So that was, was that new for you? Because bakeries, as I remember, you know, as a boy, sold cupcakes and cakes. Yes. Nothing like soups and sandwiches. Is that a new trend or are there still the bakeries that do that? Are they still in the minority, Liv? Um, you know, I don't know if other bakeries do that as much. I know like we have a local bakery in Nyack that does sell quiche and sandwiches. So maybe that is more of the trend lately. Um, but from pretty much from the start when we took over, um, you know, when my mom took over, I should say, we did start offering sandwiches and some savory items way back then. And that was, like I said, more than 30 years ago. Um, and it's great. I mean, we make our own bread for our sandwiches um, and we make all of our own crusts for our quiche. Um, so it has that unique, you know, hand spun feel to it. What are some ways live that you're looking to get more dollars per order? You know, the spring and summers things reopen. And I ask that because I think a lot of restaurant owners could probably learn something as they look to reshape their places, because obviously things are much different now to be a much different feel comfortability. So what are ways that you can actually get more per order? Um, well, one thing we have had to do is raise our prices. Um, and that is not just because we want to get more money from our product, but it's just an absolute necessity for us to stay in business because across the board, you know, prices for everything keep increasing, costs keep increasing, insurances, taxes, labor costs, everything have gone up and continually go up. So we're constantly readjusting. Um, we recently um, saw an article saying that the prices of sugar and lots of other commodities are going to be going up as well. And I believe there were some items in our food that we buy are going up 8%. We just got a letter from one of our purveyors. So that cost is then going to have to be reflected in the price of our product. So we will continue adjusting our price. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes people do get upset when, you know, a croissant cost, you know, 350 instead of what it used to cost, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago. But it is, like I said, a necessity. So we're not going to be necessarily making more profit from this cost increase, but we will be still being able to stay in business. It's so interesting. This is such, this whole discussion with you is such a reflection of what we talk about on the news. Companies have trouble employing people, commodities prices are going up. Well, your bake shop is a perfect example of the real effects of these things and how they're affecting business owners and, and, and customers. Mm -hmm. And also though, how business owners just always find a new opportunity. I mean, they're always looking for a new angle to come from. That's what yeah. I love about covering business news. Yeah, we have been making some other efficiencies which have helped um, 
uh, let's say like so there's one item that we had that one of the ingredients we used to use um, we couldn't get anymore um, and we tried our you know our normal purveyor and they wouldn't provide it for us so we were forced to rethink our recipe it was a basic brownie it was absolutely delicious but we actually used matzo meal in it instead of flour and it was just really moist and it was a really uh, popular item but we had to discontinue it because we could no longer get that ingredient and it forced us to rethink it and we have a delicious cake recipe, a chocolate cake. It's super moist. Um, and we decided that we would make it into a brownie special. So really it's cake, but it's a very moist cake. And we top it with different things. So we have about five different varieties. We have an Oreo one, just a plain fudge one. We have one with sprinkles, one with a peanut butter buttercream. And we sell them as brownies. But it has made a great efficiency for us. We have one less product that our kitchen staff has to actually bake because we bake the chocolate cake every day anyway. So those kind of efficiencies have made it really great for the business. That's Liv, I've point. never seen Neil smile that much <laughs> as you were describing that menu. I you know why, Jeff. I was just thinking, is it too early at 11 o'clock in the morning when we tape these to have a brownie sundae? I love brownie sundaes. Never too late. Our motto used to be eat dessert first. So yeah, that's definitely never too early. Dessert before lunch, Joe. <laughs>